0: Happy good morning to all of you. This is, it's it's actually night time right now when I'm deciding to record this. And something just came over me and I said, girl, record a video, do a YouTube video. My makeup was already done. I had dance practice earlier and I was just like, why not? So welcome to Be A Better Baddie. Hopefully this is the, I'm not going to make any promises to myself right now or to you mostly, but this is me coming back to YouTube and hopefully staying on YouTube with my podcast. So today we're going to be talking about the lessons I learned in 2023. We're wrapping up the year when this is coming out. It is December 18th, 19th. So it's time for us to start thinking about the end of the year, thinking about the beginning of the year. I'm not necessarily the type of person who wants to set annual goals and follow that, but I am. So I like to set annual goals and then kind of break them down into mini milestones, but I'm in that mind state right now and I'm I'm enjoying it. So today I'm going to talk about the lessons I learned in 2023 and hopefully you enjoy these lessons. I would love for you to share the lessons you learned in 2023 down in the comments because I feel as though we can all gain some more perspective, some more information. It's never too much. So share your lessons you learned before and let's get into today's video. So lesson number one is more money, more problems. And this can be taken multiple different ways. I feel like it's either the more money you make, the more problems you'll face. Or it could be the more money you have to manage, the more problems you run into. This year, I purchased a new car and... I had too many bills. I'm the type of person who gets overwhelmed. I like to just keep my bills to a minimum, the basics. Like these are the bills I need to pay. Water, light, gas, whatever other bills I pay. I pay a lot of them. So student loan, I've had, so prior to me getting this new car, I hadn't had a new car and I hadn't had a car note in a couple of years. So I was used to not paying a car note, yada, yada, yada. Got a car, had to learn, how to manage the money again because now I have this extra added expense this was something I was a bit more cognizant of because I had already I'm at the age now where I've been making money for a while I've paid my own bills I've learned how to manage expenses etc so it was a bit easier but it definitely hit me so more money more problems and I see myself making more money As I'm growing older and gaining more experience and all of that, right? So I'm going to be having more money. And I feel like at every level, you need to learn how to manage that amount of money because it's different. The foundations, the fundamentals are still the same, but more money, more problems. Number two is everybody at work is not your friend. (laughs) This one clearly has an entire story to it, which I will not share on Beyonce's internet today, but... I was in a situation where I thought that the people I worked with were were friends, were people who cared about me, were people who knew me. And when push comes to shove, I found out that all of that, in fact, was not true. Within my professional career, I had always blurred the two lines. So there was no like, we are strictly coworkers. We are friends. It was always like, oh, this this is my friend, like we hang out on the weekend, we do all that. But I've come to learn that it's just trauma bonding. Like you bond with people at work because you are going through this unpleasant experience of working. And when things change, or when someone's not happy with you at work, they are not your friend. So I learned that the hard way. And I think right now, I am 100% okay with not being friends with my coworkers. And I prefer it that way. I want to keep work separate now. It was a harsh experience for me, but I think it was a lesson I had to learn because I have been blurring those lines for so long. Number three is what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Nobody cares if someone says no to them, especially if the worst thing they're going to do is say no to you keep it pushing. This applies to everything. Like when I was applying for jobs, I was applying for any job that I was interested in. And it was literally, I remember there was like a director of diversity at Lululemon. I don't wear Lululemon. I've never had a job in diversity, but I was like, why not? What's the worst that happens? They either don't email me back or they say no. I feel like this can be applied to so many aspects of your life. So everyone doesn't necessarily have that muscle to take rejection, because essentially what you're saying is be prepared for rejection. And I know that that is easier said than done. And it takes practice, right? Being rejected and being able to pick yourself back up after that and not have that rejection necessarily be your claim to fame or be the thing that just ruminates your entire life. I feel like in the past when I've been concerned about what other people would say about me doing something or think about me doing something, that's when I wasn't 100% confident in who I was. So I think that I've come to learn this lesson because I'm more comfortable with who I am. I'm kind of in this take it or leave it phase. Like, I know my flaws. I know my strengths. I know everything that comes with me. So at this point, I... If you say no to me, I get it. I I could probably rationalize it because it probably wasn't meant to be. So I know I'm speaking very generally right now, but this is this. I think this is the ultimate lesson I learned this year. And it comes with a sense of freedom. Either you go for the thing, they tell you no, you learn the lesson, you do it again better the next time. I think it's just that plain and easy. and But I know that that's coming from a place of privilege that's coming from someone who feels confident putting themselves out there and isn't as easily teared down by other people's opinions and thoughts so i understand that this comes with a certain level of privilege when i say this but i hope that you all gain that privilege and that confidence in yourself over time okay keep listening to this podcast and you will get there Number three is gratitude is life-changing. So I started a gratitude series in November. I did three or four podcast episodes about it. And prior to that, I was doing gratitude exercises, but I hadn't necessarily done the research about it. So showing gratitude has so many benefits that I did not know about, like just making not only... Does it make you a happier person? It makes you a healthier person. It makes you a person that's better at building relationships and all those things. So when I learned all of the benefits of showing gratitude, it made me more intentional about showing gratitude, not only to myself, but for others in my life. So that is another thing that I will continue. That is a great lesson that I learned that gratitude actually does change your life. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, I definitely highly encourage you To go listen to those episodes because I'm I'm dropping some gems in there. I'm talking about how to show gratitude for your past self, your present self, and your future self, how to show gratitude to others. So all this beautiful stuff is in there. The next lesson I learned in 2023 is being the first to do anything is extremely hard. So I'm talking about first generation anything. And for some reason, the term first generation does not carry past college. And I don't like that. I don't like that one bit because I'm still first generation. I'm still learning how to buy a house. I bought a house, right? But now I'm learning about things that I should have done when I bought the house. And I'm learning about the upkeep of a house. And I'm learning about how to network. And I'm learning about how to ask for help. Like I'm still learning so many things and skills in life and still being comfortable with those things, so being first generation after graduating high school or college or even getting your master's, PhD, that is just the tip of the iceberg. You've went through one system. Now you need to go through another system of adulting and it's not that easy. So I think it really hit me this year and I was like, hmm, I graduated college. I was first generation, but I'm still first in everything and learning. So it's, it's very beautiful. It's a very beautiful thing to say that I was the first in my family to do so many things, but it's also f- so frustrating to think that everyone else sort of has a leg up. Well, not everyone else, but some people have a leg up because their families have already done the things that they're going through. So they can ask them for the advice. They can, you know, get some pointers from them. And it really reminds me of this TikTok I saw a few months ago. It probably was not a few months ago. Please let me stop lying. It was a few weeks ago. And it was this guy and he was saying the advice that your parents have for you at some point, like it it just it doesn't matter anymore because if your parents haven't been in the same rooms that you've been and, you know, done the same things you've done at a certain point, their advice no longer serves you. And it's so sad to think that you know my parent my mom and my dad will never understand exactly what I'm going through working at a corporate job and the the frustrations that come with along with that, et cetera. Do I think that their advice is still valuable? I do. I think my mom still gives pretty good advice do i am I at the point now I'm kind of like, sis, that don't that doesn't work here. yes, yes, I'm able to go through the information she gives me I have more discernment now so I still appreciate her advice she's a really good thought partner I'm able to ask her questions and still she still has empathy for me most most times she still has empathy for me so I think it was very interesting because I never thought about that and yeah at some point your parents advice just can't serve you anymore so, being first generation is figuring out those lessons. And if you choose to have children, then maybe giving them the lesson and, you know, really starting a new tradition is wild. I don't want to get too deep into it. The next lesson I learned is that friendships and romantic relationships should have similar standards. They really should. With our friendships, we put so much intimacy into those, building those, maintaining those friendships. But I think these are the relationships that are the quickest to give up on or the easiest to um, find an issue in. And, yeah, I, I've clearly had experience with this this year. And, of course, there are two sides to every story. But I feel as though friends I've had in my life, some of them really let the men that they are romantically interested in slip away with so much more than they allow their friends to do and i think that any i guess any person any woman that is male-centered this is this is inevitable i'm also learning that not every person necessarily cares to maintain friendships like they're always just i don't know i just saw at my age i wouldn't run into people who are like my man is my number one my everything that's cool that's fine that's dandy I want you to have your man but also are we not calling our men out for doing things anymore or are we do our standards just dropping I I think that that I want to talk about like just having friends with similar values like you and your friends don't need to be the same people but you should have similar values because let me tell you something when these these standards and values are being discussed Someone's going to feel judged because you do not feel the same way as them. And yeah, I'm going to leave right there. But this is that's something that I do want to eventually talk about. But more about the the friendship standards. We as humans, as a society, feel like intimacy is only reserved for romantic relationships. But in reality, your romantic partner cannot be your everything. They cannot be your shoulder to lean on for every situation and i think that not investing so much into your platonic friendships is only doing your romantic partner a disservice because that's a lot of pressure to put on one person we don't like to feel too much pressure to be somebody's everything sure it may happen but to be like you have to be my everything Is a lot of pressure. And then the last lesson is being DeLulu is not always the salulu. I love how we are all embracing being delusional, chasing our wildest dreams. I absolutely love it. I'm doing it. We're here. But when it means ignoring your intuition, do not do it. So if you have a feeling in your gut that someone doesn't like you, do not be delusional and say, no, they, they probably do like me. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Do not be delusional just to ignore your gut feeling, okay? So I want us to continue being delusional, but selective delusion, okay? Not too much. Not too much on it. So with that, I am going to wrap up this video. Thank you so much for tuning in to this very impromptu video. Um, If you are listening to this as a podcast, hop over to YouTube. Hop over to YouTube. Give me, give me some encouragement. You know, let's, let's continue this over here. If you want to connect with me, you can find all of my social medias in the description box. And I've recently changed my name on Instagram. I was Big Quee for so long since whenever I made an Instagram, but Big Quee is a name, a nickname from high school. And it's been, ew, I don't want to say 20 years. Hold on. Let me count. Oof. Y'all, I thought I was so old. Just Why did I think I went to high school 20 years ago? Anyways, I graduated from high school 10 years ago. So the name itself is 10 years old and I felt ready to retire it. So you can find me on Instagram at Quinisha, If you want to connect with the podcast page, that's Be A Better Baddie. And on TikTok, I'm still experimenting with that name because I can't change it. But I am Quinisha T., there. So feel free to connect with me on all the social medias and let's be friends. And I will see you all later in the next one. Be sure to leave this video a thumbs up and bye.